Our scripture lesson for this morning is from St. Paul's second letter to the Christians in Ephesus. And it's in the second chapter, beginning at the 11th verse. Because of what Christ did, all you others too who have heard the good news about how to be saved and trusted Christ, you were marked as belonging to Christ by the Holy Spirit, who long ago has been promised to all of us Christians. His presence within us is God's guarantee that he really will give us all that he promised. And the Spirit's seal upon us means that God has already purchased us and that he is guaranteed to bring us to himself. This is just one more reason for us to praise our glorious God. That is why, ever since I heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and the love you have for Christians everywhere, I have never stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you wisdom to see clearly and really understand who Christ is and all that he has done for you. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can see something of the future that he has called you to share. I want you to realize that God has been made rich because we who are Christ have been given to him. I pray that you will begin to understand how incredibly great his power is to help those who believe him. It is that same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heaven. So far above every other king or ruler or dictator or leader is the Lord. Yes, his honor is far more glorious than that of anyone either in this world or in the world to come. And God has put all things under his feet and made him the supreme head of the church, which is his body, filled with himself, author and giver of everything, everywhere. <coughs> Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This letter of Paul's to the Ephesians, I think, states the basic premise of the Christian faith, which is that we all believe, belong to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, I think Paul was really kind of dividing the world into two kinds of groups. One, people who had professed the Christian faith, and the other, those who hadn't yet. And Paul is saying that in Christ, all of us are brought together in God. And I think as we go through life, as, as the ages have gone on, we're beginning to see more that all human beings belong to God through Christ. Whether we have been exposed to the gospel, whether we have professed the gospel, God created us and Christ redeemed us. And therefore, we are all brothers and sisters in the Lord. So much of our society wants to deny that. So much of our society wants to tell us I'm the right person and you're the wrong person. My side are Christian, your side are not Christian. I'm good, you're bad. And most of all, I have to fear you if you are different than me. You know, when Jesus started his preaching, he was all alone. And then he gathered his disciples and they were all alone. And they were kind of set apart from the establishment religion of their day because they were proclaiming love your neighbor, love your enemy, be good to those who despitefully use you. They were basically preaching a message that went contrary to everything that they had been taught. 
And yet, if you read the explanations of the scriptures, you find that the message Jesus was teaching was the same message that God had given the Hebrews in the Old Testament. But there's something about religion, I think, and maybe just something about human organization in general that really wants to deny the fact that we are brothers and sisters, no matter what color we are, no matter who we are, no matter where we're from, we are all brothers and sisters in the human race under one God who loves us all. There's something that makes us think, no, I really want to be different than a Catholic, or I want to be different than a Muslim, or I want to be different from an atheist. There's something that sets me apart. But in the eyes of God, we are all sinners. In the eyes of God, we have all fallen short, no matter who we are. We've all fallen short of his glory. In the eyes of God, we are all reconciled through the life and death of Jesus Christ, who we call Lord, other people might not. But we are brought together in God's kingdom because of Jesus' sacrifice on our behalf. And therefore, because we're not worthy of that, therefore we are called to go out into the world to find other people who aren't worthy and assure them that they are our brothers and sisters and we treat them as such and not as enemies. And that, I think, is the good news. Thanks be to God. Now, could we continue with the word of prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you've given us the privilege of being Christians. And we confess that we have not used that privilege always to reach out, to befriend and love those who think differently or act differently than we do. We thank you for our church. We thank you for our country. We thank you for our fellowship. Lord, we lift our prayers for all those who have suffered, for the hungry and the homeless and the victims of wars and of natural disasters. We pray especially for the continuing problems going on in Florida, for the wildfires burning in the West, and for the dangers that climate change brings to people all over the world. We pray for those who are thirsty because of the great drought that's going on through much of our country. We pray also, Lord, for, in thanksgiving for the people who help, for the medical people and the police officers and firefighters and utility workers, for the farmers and merchants and all those who work to make our lives better. We thank you for their service. We pray for our governor and for our president and for all the men and women in the armed forces as we remember the words Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you and give each of you God's peace. Thank you for watching this. We hope you have a blessed week.